What's up, tea amigos? Welcome to Fresh Steeps, the show dedicated to uncovering the health benefits of tea for your active life. My name is Vince Lapalusa. I'm a tea lover and chemical engineer with a passion for healthy practices, and I'm honored to guide this tea journey for you. Today, I talked with Nazanin of the Tea Thoughts blog and shop. Nazanin has grown up in a house of tea and known nothing else. Her love for the beverage has been a release for her in a creative way through Tea Thoughts. Tune in to discover how tea has helped her grow not only creatively, but professionally and as a human too. So sit back, relax, grab your tea, and enjoy the show. Hey, Team Egos. Before getting into the show, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Hey, Team Egos. I have a very important question for you. Do you want to see some titties? No, not those titties. I'm talking about titties. That's right. Titties is a loose leaf tea company that donates 5% of monthly sales to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation to support research and awareness programs. With fun blends like It's Lit Fam, Sips Tea, and Big Yikes, Titties has the breast tea guaranteed. Or you're funny back. If you like to laugh, want to support a great cause, and sip some delicious tea, then you are going to love titties. Plus, listeners of the Tea Migos podcast can also get 20% off their first order with promo code TMIGOS. So go check out their titties by visiting titties.com, that's T-I-T-T-E-A-S.com, and get your hands on some titties today. Nazanin, welcome to the Tea Migos podcast. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks, Vince. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Now I was excited because uh, one, just I've been following along your uh, your Instagram for a while, and I think it's really cool what you got going with Tea Thoughts. But um, yeah, no, I was just excited to kind of get back into this and and get a chance to to meet with you. So this this should be good. So first and foremost, do you have tea with you? Are you drinking tea right now? I do. I have, I actually have two types of tea because I wasn't um, sure how much tea I needed, but I'm drinking a, um, a wuyi oolong, so it's like a, and it's a pretty highly roasted one, so it's a roasty oolong tea that I'm having okay. right now. That sounds delicious. What, so can you explain a little bit about uh, what, I guess the brand or just kind of what exactly wuyi oolong is for people who don't know? Well, this one is not, this this brand isn't um, as specific, but a lot of these uh, teas are often, it, it really depends, so I'm not exactly sure about this one because I kind of yeah. got it as a sample, but a lot of them um, are often referred to as uh, yancha, which is like rock tea, so it's, uh, most of them are characterized as roastier, um, and they're from Wuyi, which is a certain region, and so mm. that's why. So this one is just called Wuyi, but I don't really know much beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a darker, it's very dark, and the tea kind of, like, it's actually, I, I drink whatever tea all year round, but I think it's a yeah. good fall tea for people who like to drink certain flavors because it kind of has the, like, more cocoa type notes to it. Um mm. It's definitely very robust, 
And so yeah. I think a lot of people reach for that kind of stuff when it gets a little bit cooler. Um, right. So I think it's a good fall tea. Although, again, I don't limit teas to certain seasons if I don't have to. Like if I have it and it's, you know, a quote unquote like spring tea or summery tea because mm -hmm. it's lighter and it's wintertime and I want to drink it, I'll drink it. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm. I'm with you. I'm with you exactly. Yeah. Cause it was like this morning, um, I'm in Minneapolis and this morning it was like a, I woke up and it was like a, almost like a, a cool, crisp fall day. It was like 60 degrees and beautiful. So I kind of woke up and I was like, you were just saying, kind of craving that more chai flavored, dark, robust. So I have like my own a personal blend that I just kind of mixed up. And, but now I, I actually switched to a more I'm, at, I'm drinking like a white jasmine green tea and uh yeah i'm i mean same exact way like i drink whatever tea i'm kind of craving in the moment instead of kind of what is maybe proper quote unquote to the season because and it's weird and i don't know maybe you know a little bit about this because i don't but i've heard that there are certain teas that again, quote unquote, should, I don't really like the word should, but should be drank in like spring, summer, fall. Do you know much about that? Um, I am not the expert on that, but the thing I do know is that there are some teas that obviously are harvested in a certain season right. and yeah. some teas are better for aging and some teas are not. So if you're drinking something, if something is harvested in the spring, and it has like a shorter shelf life, not that it would go bad, but in terms of flavor, then yeah, you'd want to drink it right then. So yeah, I don't, I feel like I personally don't drink a lot of tea like that. I think that that's more relevant to like if you're drinking, and again, this is not my wheelhouse, but like senchas or other types mm -hmm. of uh, Japanese teas where really I think the flavor is probably better closer to the harvest time. Um, as opposed to a lot of the teas I drink, I drink mostly white teas, oolongs, and puers, and a lot of them can be aged. It depends. Like, I always look to see what the, the vendor uh, suggests. Yeah. But if it can be aged, then I just kind of drink it whenever. But yes, there are teas you want to drink it closer to the harvest time. Otherwise, it won't have the, not necessarily, it won't necessarily be bad but it might depending on how far away it is but it would definitely not have the flavor it's supposed to have yeah so i think that's probably the should drink it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly because that's um that's a question i get a lot from people who are interested in tea and like maybe have had tea sitting in their shelves for years and they're like does tea have an expiration date and actually i don't know if like I've, i don't know if i've ever seen an expiration date on a package of tea i can't think of one off the top of my head but i've always kind of explained like there's not really an expiration date on tea i just feel like the flavor probably like some teas will lose like you said that flavor as time goes on like whether they're just absorbing moisture from the air if you're not especially if you're not like keeping it in a cool dark or dry place um and yeah so but I mean, I have tea. I don't know if you're familiar. Do you do you know what Tivana is? Yeah, there used to be one in a mall near here. I yeah. I haven't had a lot of their teas. I did go in there a few times to 
uh, get like their teaware because it had a lot of like cast iron pots and things like yeah. that that I sometimes like to brew black teas yeah. in that I have. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's, you know, you still have Tivana tea that's quite a while ago, right? So. <laughs> exactly. Tivana hasn't been a company for quite some time now. And I just found some jasmine pearls that I've had since whenever, probably high school for me. And uh, yeah, and to me, they, they still tasted fantastic. So I'm always like, unless you can, can, can inherently see like mold or it going bad, um, you can still drink your tea. That's I think really it's, helpful. yeah, it's definitely subjective on your taste. So like if you taste it and you don't like the taste anymore, but it's not like you said bad, you could cook with it. You could yeah. maybe cold brew it, see if it tastes mm. any different. But like, you know, it's really easy to infuse tea into like butter and use it in cookies or cake or things like that. And mm. so if a tea is maybe you don't want to drink it, but you don't want to throw it away, you could always do that and give your baked goods a little extra something. Yeah, well, that actually is perfect. I'm very interested in what you just said, especially about the butter, because I have never actually heard that before. I've, I've cooked with tea, and when I, I've cooked with tea, it's mostly been matcha, um, and because matcha is such an easy, it's already a powdered tea, you pretty much just add it Very to easy, yeah anything i mean like i've made pancakes i've made cookies a lot of baked goods i've made with with my matcha um but i've also cooked with like earl gray i've made earl gray shortbread cookies which have been super delicious but tell me more about that butter because how so how do you do that exactly yeah so i actually i haven't done one in a while but um he thought started on the on my blog before I had a shop and I actually okay. did did and I haven't done one in a while but I'll try to re restart that in the fall yeah. um, is tea themed like recipes so mm. infusing stuff so you know matcha is a really good one because it's just powder and you can usually throw it in your batter or mm. and it's very simple to incorporate for other teas like I am not a huge fan of like blended teas usually i do drink a lot of like herbal blends but in terms of like you know teas that have like oolong or green tea like mixed with other stuff it's not necessarily my favorite thing so sometimes if i'm gifted that i might make something with it and so mm. an easy way to do that is if your recipe calls for butter or milk you can, for, for butter, you would have to melt the butter and then you would put the tea in the butter and kind of let it infuse, you know? Okay. Uh, so not boiling it, because then you're gonna boil everything away. But yeah. you know, on a low heat, or you can even take it off the heat if the butter is hot and usually will become a little bit fragrant. Then you need to strain it and then mm. let it congeal basically if if your recipe calls for solid butter yeah and then um it's usually you have to use a little bit more butter than what the recipe calls for because you're going to lose some of it when you strain right. it right. and then basically once it's congealed measure out how much you need and you can use it in your recipe and depending on the blend it can really come through or it can just be like a nice little hint of like oh this like kind of tastes like tea a little bit 
Yeah. And it's the same thing for milk. You can heat your milk and then throw the tea in there, let it infuse a little bit, strain it, and then use it in the recipe. And those are two ways, like cookies, usually the butter, that's the easy way to do it with cookies. And then a lot of cakes, right. if they have milk, you could do it that way. Um, so that's how I've done it before. And I really enjoy making tea infused rice. And so mm. the way I would do that is instead of using water for the rice, I right. just brew that amount of tea. So like I've made oolong rice and like sencho rice and matcha rice, although matcha is a little bit different since you can just throw the powder in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, anything that has like a liquid, you can either yeah. use the tea as the liquid and see how it tastes, you know, or you yep. can infuse the tea into that liquid. Um, and depending on the strength, like how much tea you use, it might yeah. just, like I said, it might just be a, a little hint of the flavor or it could be like, oh, wow, this really tastes like, you know, the flavor of this tea. Yeah. No, no, that's super cool. And for <laughs> my mind just went to putting tea. I made a, a roast the other day, like just in a crock pot. Now I was just, crock pot could be interesting because you usually let that go for a long time. Um, but it might take the flavor a lot more because you're it, cooking it. That's longer. true. Yeah. But if you like threw some tea into it, cause there is, um, the one tea that I've had that I just, I don't know. Well, so my roommate, he bought it and I'm glad he did. Cause I'd never tried it before and I was very interested in trying it, but I genuinely I don't know what to do with it. And he just, he's like, dude, this is way too much. Um, it's called, it's a Lapsong, uh, oh shoot. Sushong. Yes, Sushong. Yeah. And oh my gosh. It's so, for it's people who don't, for you. <laughs> it's so smoky. Yeah. For people who don't know what that is, it is such an, I don't know, maybe you know how it's, the actual process of how it's made, but it's such a smoky flavor. It tastes to me like a, bonfire like you were just inhaling a bonfire like but like with like hints of sweet smokiness it's not like i don't that's yeah, obviously it's I'm not alone. really my thing <laughs> <laughs> i i have tried to like it but the thing that gets me is not necessarily the taste but the way it smells like it kind a lot of times it smells like um fire yeah a little bit yeah. but it not in a not like ooh, you know campfire on a cool night it's not like that but i think for some people it is like that because a lot of people like it right. i have also had them where they're not as smoky it really depends um and i think it just depends on the vendor and like how much they smoke it i mean there's i've had also different smoked tea that wasn't a lapsang and specifically or wasn't um labeled as that and yeah i don't know that might overpower the meat it might. It could be a fun experiment, though. <laughs> Definitely, and and that's what we're we're thinking about doing, like something with it, because like I said, we have this packet. We tried one, like we made a pot, and we tried it. And we're like, nope, not not nope. for us. Like we don't know what to do with this. And so it's fun always, like when I have guests, I'm like, you want to smell this tea, and I, like they smell it, and yeah, but got to figure not out something thing. to do with it. Yeah, yeah, not. I, my thing. I say I say experiment, give it a try. That was like my main thing with the blog is that I would. The difficult thing is I'm not very picky, like, at all. So I would try something. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is good. But, you know, not everyone else might see sure. it that way. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I've also done meat. Like, I've never done a roast, but I have marinated, mm. like, I've used, I've done used tea leaves, like green tea. Mm-hmm. I think it was from, like, a gyokuro in, like, a shrimp stir fry, and it was really good. Mm, that sounds and very good. Like, a sencha, I marinate, I used sencha tea as a marinade for, like, a piece of tuna. I ate a lot of seafood. And yeah. um, oh, that sounds amazing. It was pretty good. So maybe we'll maybe we'll taste good. It will be like you're doing barbecue for the, for right. the roast. That either that or like maybe like try it with like chicken or something. I don't I don't know. But that yeah. the green teas sound really good with uh, with seafood of some sort. Yeah, because it it's to... not like super overpowering, but it kind of yeah. gives it a little bit of flavor. And I admittedly don't drink green tea as much <laughs> as I probably should or just like to try more of them but so I've, yeah. I've used some that i've had in like recipes yeah well it's not for everybody so you find the teas yeah. that you like and uh and then yeah. when you're gifted a green tea you find a cool use <laughs> of it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna cook dinner with this tea <laughs> <laughs> maybe just don't tell the person that actually gave it to you <laughs> yeah i won't i won't tell them but no yeah, yeah. i i definitely encourage people to experiment with uh tea and food and baked goods i think it's a really fun use of tea and um it's a lot easier than you might think i mean it might not work out the first time a lot Mm -hmm. of times when i did recipes i had to do several batches because you know i when you're replacing something in a recipe you might mess up the quantities a little bit and then like for Mm -hmm. a cookie for example maybe your cookies won't rise as much or something but um if you're doing some savory food like a soup or rice, a marinade, it's really easy to just incorporate tea instead of like some other ingredient. And if you have a lot of tea and you need to use it and you can't drink it all, I think that's a good way to um, experiment and like have some fun and then maybe find a new use for one of your teas in your collection. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I love that. So, okay, so I like that we just talked about that, but we got to start from the beginning. I, I, okay. I wanna, I'm curious <laughs> as to where, what started this tea journey for you? Like, how did, how did this whole thing begin for you? So, Tea Thoughts started, I, I still uh, work my full-time job, and I had just gotten it when I started Tea Thoughts, and I felt I've always been like a very creative person I felt kind of like creatively stifled and so I was like let me start a blog that might be a way for me to get out some creativity and then on my off time I'm like doing something that I get to write I get to explore and I grew up drinking tea my family is from Iran so I've always Mm. had tea usually just black tea though okay so you know, I grew up drinking tea, but I really only knew about like that one specific kind of tea that we drank. So when I started the what blog, kind of I was like, is that if you don't mind, I'm sorry for interrupting, but what kind no. of tea is that exactly? Um, well, it's usually black tea. And a lot of times it was like Ceylon black okay. tea. So yeah, yeah. from Ceylon or Sri- mm-hmm. current day Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was either sometimes plain, a lot of times it would have like bergamot oil. And I know 
that automatically makes you think of Earl Grey, but I feel yeah. like it's not Earl Grey. Like, it doesn't taste like okay. Earl Grey. I, I don't know. It's hard. Interesting. Um, no. That's, and then that's some other types that we would drink not as often, like not yeah. the everyday thing, was um, there's a lot of saffron and rose used in, like, Iranian cooking and food and desserts mm. and stuff. So... Some people had black tea with like full rosebuds in it, or some people mixed in um, rose water instead of rosebuds, and some people yeah. would do like saffron. But those weren't every for me, my family at least wasn't every day. Usually it was just straight cup of tea, and we would drink it with like a sugar cube, and you like put the sugar cube in your mouth and you drink. A little you drink tea and you keep the sugar cube in your mouth so like every sip you get like a little bit of sweetness oh. from the sugar cube and like that's yeah. kind of how i grew up drinking tea and that's very similar to probably like eastern european turkish russian like all like that all that whole area that's yeah i don't know as much about like their styles of tea but i think it's very similar very strong tea and then you use like sweetener a yes. little bit yeah um, but so I always drank tea from, I don't know, when I was a toddler <laughs> and, and, and there was my thing, like, I don't drink coffee. I don't really like the taste of it at all, yep. but I always thought I was like, oh yeah, like I'm a tea person. Like I know so much about tea, but then mm -hmm. I was like, wait, I actually don't know anything about tea. <laughs> <laughs> so the blog I started, I basically just like if I saw tea, I would like buy a tea and then do a quote unquote review. And I say quote unquote, because it's not really my thing. I'm not really a good reviewer. Cause like I said, I, yeah, I like everything, <laughs> <laughs> but also then, and so like I started and I started Instagram and like companies would send me their teas to do a review. And a lot of these teas were like very heavily blended teas. And yes. I realized I didn't really like drinking. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so that's why I started cooking with them. So I would like, mm. I get sent to tea and I would make a recipe with it. Mm -hmm. Either like I've done cocktails or mocktails or maybe a dessert or maybe a savory food. Um, and so that was me. I was doing the blog. I was doing recipes. That was my thing. And then I had always wanted to start um, an Etsy shop. But I was kind okay. of like afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when I started it, it was not really about tea. I did like okay. paintings and like calligraphy. Like I did like place cards for weddings sometimes, stuff like that. Yeah. And I decided to kind of change it so that it would be related to the blog. And so I started doing tea themed products. So like cards was a big thing that I did. Mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of snowballed from there basically i started making things or making and designing things that i didn't see on the market that i wanted to have yes. especially once i started getting more into like uh drinking chinese teas and like learning um like i had gotten a puer tea and i didn't know how to brew it so i went on youtube and like i discovered like the gong fu cha style of brewing mm -hmm. and i i mean that's how i got where i am now but like i was like how come all the tea stuff out there is just it's just like a teapot usually or like it's yeah. the it's like the british style of tea right. type 
stuff. So I was like, I'm going to just do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. Um, I love it. And so I just kind of like make stuff that I wish I could buy. Yep. <laughs> even now. Even now I'm like, man, I wish like this existed. And then I'm like, I'm going to make that. Yeah. So um, when you say you, that's pretty you, much it. Yeah, when you say you make it, like, do you actually, like, handcraft? Because I've, se- I've seen a lot of the stuff you have, uh, you have, like, a lot of stickers, you have, like, a lot of paintings and socks, and is that everything you do yourself? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, say, Damn, I do, no, amazing. no, no. <laughs> no, I hand make some things, like, um, like, I do, I, like, crochet coasters, and I used to have more handmade things, but, we're, like, when you're trying to do... Uh, like trying to essentially make money, I guess, is the, yeah. <laughs> is the truth. Yeah, you okay. have to, you have to have like higher, um, production and people want stuff like, yes, I can't, I don't have a machine in my small apartment that can, um, sew socks, you know what I'm right. saying? So <laughs> right. a, a lot of the stuff I will design it and then I Beautiful, will find, yeah. um, a printer or something and like, that's also its own process where I have to like see if the the quality is good and like can I afford it because I'm still a very small shop, you know. And so yeah. I'll get things printed and um, or or manufactured depending on what it is, you know. Um, like if I get a T-shirt, I tried to screen print in my own apartment and it just like did not work. I was like, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Maybe if I had a, my own studio or huge shop space I could but even then right. like I it would have to be I would have to be working full time to be able to like produce anything at scale yeah. and so maybe maybe when I do do that eventually I can do more things handmade but right now it's like okay I'm going to design something and I but I do pack and ship everything yeah. myself and um it's a lot of work, even when you don't hand make everything. For it's sure. a lot of work, like 100%. figuring out where to get stuff and mm-hmm. who to trust, and hopefully someone doesn't steal your design and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds sounds challenging in itself. And I mean, like you said, you're you're working full time. This is something that you're doing as a side hustle, side gig, whatever you want to call it, right now. And that's super cool because it's it. Like I said, the stuff that I've seen from what you have, um, I don't know, it, it's it's super enjoyable to just see you kind of pursuing this and and creating stuff. And I, and I like that it started from the idea of I'm not seeing these designs or these products out on the market. So therefore, at least you knew you were going to have um, a buyer of one yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's always the difficult thing is striking a balance between... I want to make this and will people purchase it? Right. And I understand that, you know, from a business perspective, this doesn't have to be about business, but I'll just say this thing is like, you know, I mentioned the, a lot of the designs I saw were like of a teapot or like British style Mm -hmm. tea. And like here in the U S which is my main, um, all my, most of my customers, my market, I do have, Canadian customers and I have customers in other parts of the world but it's mostly in the U.S. and that's what's popular here and that's what people know if they even know that I, I mean tea right. is still such a I feel like to so many to so many people it's like weird if you don't drink coffee 
It is. And to me, it's weird if you don't drink tea. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> or there's so many people be like, oh, you drink tea. And I'm like... <laughs> There's a stigma it, to it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing that's weird to me is, like, my family is, like, I mean, some people in my family drink coffee, but it yeah. we've just, I tea is what I grew up with, and tea is what I know, and I was always, like, I would always take my own tea places, because, like, nowhere has tea, mm-hmm. or, like, I, you know, everyone loves to go to Starbucks. I hate going to Starbucks. They don't have what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, they never do, yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it's funny. So it, yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Go on. Keep in. No, that I, I was just saying like that. It's it's a very weird thing or like th- that coffee. It's like for most people that I meet, unless mm-hmm. they also drink tea, yeah. it's like I'm a weirdo to them that I don't drink <laughs> coffee at all. And I drink this like weird thing that they only have ever seen at like mcdonald's you know sweet tea or something oh, yeah. or like chick-fil-a if you're from you know if you're from yep you know i'm in maryland so chick-fil-a okay. or like down south even further south too it's like yep. sweet tea sweet tea yeah That's you know the, whatever you like but not my thing <laughs> yeah hey, exactly i mean tea uh it's it's like like i like to say i mean my dad even though it he knows at this point he always just refers to tea as like lipton and i'm like there's so much <laughs> yeah more. exactly there's so much more it's and lipton. there's a lot of people like that yeah that's that's what they see it as lipton or like maybe celestial seasonings yep. the the sleepy time celestial tea is the other one that that everyone always references for me like they're like oh the one with like the bear and the nightcap i'm like yeah, yeah. it's the celestial so I guess a little little bit of sponsorship for uh, for those two brands, but yeah, it's, it's there's so much more and like that's like you said you said this a while back like you're like oh I'm a tea person I know all about tea and then you realize oh I know nothing about tea I feel and like, like I still know nothing <laughs> and same same that's like kind of part of the reason I wanted to start this podcast was because I wanted to talk to people like yourself who. I would argue are smarter than me when it comes to tea. And so I <laughs> I want to learn and I want <laughs> to discover all about it because it's blown my mind how one plant can create such a diverse flavor profile. Like you can have any t- and like that's what I tell people too. I'm like they're like, "Oh, I don't like tea." It's like the you one probably you probably do. You probably do, and because you're probably thinking, I don't like Lipton or sweet tea or just like that they're stuck in that tunnel. And I'm like, if you come over to my house, I will make you a cup of tea. Like you just tell me what what kind of flavors you theoretically enjoy. I will find a tea for you. Like I I promise. And that's it's it's true. Like I've pretty much I've converted my mom officially to a tea drinker. Me too. Well, and it's, she was already a tea drinker, but like all different types she was like wants to try everything that i'm drinking she's like can i Mm. can i try it doesn't matter what it is okay so that's but you're better than than me my mom's still i've got her i've convinced her to drink tea but it's only she now has her specific teas that she only only likes but they're different than before there was zero tea now it's specific teas so well that's the thing that that's the thing that frustrates me about the whole like oh you drink tea you don't drink coffee it's like one of the things that's amazing about tea is the tea I grew up drinking that I explained earlier, that's a very specific taste. And I'm not going to yes. lie to you. 
it's kind of burnt. Like we we over brew that, but I like <laughs> the taste of it just because I'm used to it. However, sure. when I drink like, you know, it, it's so amazing to me. Like oolong, for example, you can say like oolong, but there's so many different types right. of oolong. Like that there's greener nothing. ones, there's roastier ones, and it's all these different flavors. And like, yes, it takes time, especially for Americans. We're used to like very sweet things. It yeah. takes time to adjust and like really hone in on the flavors, but it's really amazing to me. And the thing is, is I don't know that much about coffee, but I do know that in coffee too, there's so many different roasting mm -hmm. styles and the beans come from For different sure. places. And it's like, people are just like, oh, I like coffee. And it's like, what kind of coffee do you like? How do you like it roasted? Like there's, it's the same. Com I feel like people see tea as complex and I'm, yeah. and I'm like, coffee is the same way you just yeah. don't pay attention to that <laughs> you know yeah it's like if you like coffee go for it. like why don't you explore the different you know the the different yeah. varieties of beans and the different ways different producers from different parts of the world produce their beans and mm -hmm. i think it really does come down to roasting a lot of times so like different roasters i'm sure well yeah. that's the same thing in tea and like so tea i'm like oh i get to i definitely have my favorites but i'm open sure. to trying like this region or this is made this specific way or this is compressed or yep and that's the thing that's amazing about yep. tea to me and that's why i'm like i feel like i know nothing because <laughs> I'll find some Instagram tea person and they post something and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. Now I'm going to go read about it because yep. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the exact same way. And I think the, I would argue that people like coffee more for the energy it gives them, like the caffeine boost and the, um, just kind of the effects of it and it's i mean it's addictive caffeine's a drug at the end of the day like whether it's in tea or coffee uh yeah. just i think coffee typically has a higher amount higher, unless you're drinking yeah. unless you're drinking like matcha or like higher caffeinated teas um all the time and so that's i would think and then you get used to that that bitterness that strong bitterness of coffee and i know like for my dad exam for example He's an avid coffee drinker, like loves espresso, like just very dark, bold uh, type coffees. And so whenever I give him a tea, his his reaction is always the same. He's like, oh, it's mild. I'm like, no, taste it, taste <laughs> it. Like, don't just, it's not, don't compare it to coffee. It's, yeah, it's mild compared to coffee, maybe. Like, it's not as bold or in your face. And I'm, or maybe I have to give him the that Lopsing uh, <laughs> type tea. You know, actually, the one thing that I think that, coffee drinkers enjoy and it's not technically tea like it's not from the camellia sinensis mm -hmm. plant but like chicory root is often yes. a coffee substitute because it's very i actually have this like herbal um blend and it's like chicory root and some kind of mushroom in there i don't mm. know but it's very what i imagine coffee tastes like but not gross because i don't like the taste of coffee <laughs> right. um it doesn't have that like bitter aftertaste but it has the like very bold roasted flavor and i think that's why a lot of people who try to stop if they're trying to stop drink coffee or drinking less coffee yeah like chicory root is a good one for them to or a tea that has chicory root in it yeah yeah chicory root i've heard that and dandelion root now, yeah yeah that one too dandelion root 
people have, have said that before. I've never tried chicory root by itself. So I need to try that before I can make any uh, judgments. But dandelion I've root. I've never had it in a blend. Uh, yeah, I've had I've had it in a blend, and it's been really good like, in blends. But it's kind of been like chai type blends, so I don't know, it's hard. It's masked by a lot of other very strong flavors. Um, the dandelion root. That's I don't know. To me, people compare it to coffee, and and maybe like maybe, but like it to me, dandelion root is. It is roasty. It is uh, a lot of times still have a little bit of bitterness to it, but just does it like I guess if you're if you're trying to like wean off of coffee, maybe it's a good yeah. it's a good uh, substitute. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. So you consider Tea Thoughts a lifestyle brand, correct? Or tea lifestyle brand? Yes, and that's mostly because I am, so like when I kind of transitioned into doing tea theme things, it was mostly cards, and then um, I noticed that like pins were getting popular again, and I used to collect pins when I was younger, so I started designing pins, but then as I, you know, I've had it for a couple years, I started back in 2016, and like on a, you know, it was really small, I had a little Etsy shop with a couple things in it. Um, but I, people will ask me for things and I want to do more things. So now if you look at my site, there's stuff from, there's like apparel and also stationery and also, so it's more about things that like you're using, like you're not just sticking a pin on your shirt or maybe you just collect it it's yeah. more things like more things that you can gift more things that you can use um that's my main thing is i'm trying to go t- more towards that so like in the holiday for the holidays that are coming up i have a few things coming out that are more like you can use during tea time or you can use it in your life i guess yeah. is essentially <laughs> why i was trying to that that's that's the goal you know um, mm-hmm. is to have kind of a wide variety of products that can be used and it used in all aspects of life. So say right. you're really into, you're like writing letters and you want to have your letters be teethy and, you know, have like washi tape and cards. And so lifestyle as in it's, it encompasses all sorts of different products that you might use in your life. Right. And so it's like tea all throughout your life. <laughs> <laughs> you really embody what it is to be tea. <laughs> right, exactly. And I I do like to keep things in the shop that I I make or design, but I do have mm-hmm. like some teaware that I've found and purchased because like people always want like, oh, I want a gaiwan or I want a teapot. And um, I do do ceramics, but not that advanced. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so um you know it it is kind of, i'm trying to offer a full range i'm trying to be like a one-stop shop for tea lovers you know you can yeah. come to my shop and find you know whatever you need to find except yeah. for tea i don't think i'm ever gonna sell tea i will <laughs> i will um in my in like i do gift boxes i purchase tea from other people right. i'm happy to support other brands but i don't know if i'm ever gonna that's a whole nother thing that i it's, don't yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean like the sourcing of it because 
if you want to get the yes. good quality stuff, you got to probably get a relationship with a farm in China or India or Japan or Taiwan or some, somewhere. And, and <laughs> you should probably visit the farm and, and you, see how exactly. it is. And I'm exactly. very concerned. Like, I, I try my best to... It's, it's hard when I'm small because obviously it it's pricier, but I try my best to purchase tea from like smaller companies that I can yep. talk to and they actually know their farmers and they, yep. you know, they can tell me about them and I know that they're paying them a fair price, you know, and that's really important to me. It's not that I wouldn't do that. It's just that's a whole nother endeavor that, you know, putting it on top of what I already do, it doesn't yeah. really make sense. So I'm happy to buy tea from other people and share it so that other people can experience it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so everything except tea. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, kind of a, a little little pivot here, but we were, we were talking a little bit about like the feelings of, of coffee and how it makes people feel. And I know like for me personally, I started drinking tea because of just that I actually hated how coffee made me feel. And I liked how tea kind of gave me a, a energy boost from the caffeine that was in it. And I mostly drank a lot of green tea growing up. And, but at the same time, it was a more mild type um, high, like caffeine higher energy boost. So I'm curious if you have experience or like what your experiences are, what your knowledge is about like the health benefits of tea and kind of just in that, in that regards, anything that you know or like to talk about? Well, this might be controversial, but I don't <laughs> really drink tea for health benefits in that sense. Like, you know, yeah. there are, there are studies that mm -hmm. have shown different things like, you know, I've seen people claim that tea can lower blood pressure, lower, uh, it can be good for diabetes, it can, you know, stop cancer, things like this. Right. And I'm not saying that those things aren't true. Mm -hmm. I just, I personally don't drink tea for them and I don't think people should, um, I don't think people should depend on tea for something like that i think mm. you should depend probably on medicine for that <laughs> if, if you if you have a serious problem yes. but i do think that the one health benefit i do know 100 percent that tea mm. does and it does for me and it does for a lot of people is that i drink tea not only because it tastes good that is one of the reasons one of the big reasons i drink it everyone's like you know, I recently did a little post about this on Instagram, but whenever I tell people I drink tea, if they don't call me a tea snob or be like, how come you don't drink coffee? The other thing they do is, oh, like this tea does this and this tea does this. And usually they're talking about herbal stuff, not actual tea. But, you know, right. um, that's cool. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, my yeah. personal thing is I drink it because it tastes good, which is a health benefit in itself, I think, doing something that makes you happy. And the other thing for me is, um, regardless of how you're brewing, but especially like if you do any type of brewing where you sit and it takes time and mm. you're having time to yourself and you are focused on what you're doing, to me, that is like an really helpful uh for my mental health 
which mm. is connected to physical health. Um, and so I definitely think the one benefit that I know tea can do, especially if you're taking your time doing it, is um, mindfulness. Mm -hmm. You're focused on the tea, maybe how it smells. Um, you're taking time for yourself to make this pot. So like, especially if you're doing something like a gong fu cha style brewing, where you're maybe you're sitting with a tea tray and you're doing many, many infusions. Mm -hmm. But even if you're just pouring tea in a pot and then you wait a couple minutes and then you pour it in your cup, like that's time you're taking out of the day for yourself. You're focusing on the tea. The tea like has this aroma when it starts brewing, like all of those things, you're focusing mm. on that as opposed to all the other stuff <laughs> right. in your life, in the world. And it's not saying to never focus on that, but I think it's really important, especially the way our society is like so fast and everyone has to move, move, mm. move, make money, get things done, be productive. And yeah. tea is that time for me where I'm just, I'm just having tea yeah. and it's very in a sense like meditation almost for me and I right. think that that's really beneficial and I think anyone can benefit from that and I would say that's the biggest benefit of tea and if you do enjoy it the taste of it drinking something that you enjoy doing something that you enjoy <laughs> is yeah. also a really good health benefit and you know there there are there are compounds in tea you know like l-theanine and mm -hmm. things like that that <clears throat> um that i know can be good for you i just don't know like i don't think i just don't personally tout those like i don't tell people like oh you should drink this because of this you know i right. do think that I just personally, I think the health benefits for me are more about the time that I'm taking and enjoying myself and having some time to myself. And that's really the, the health benefit for me. Um, yeah. Maybe down the road, there will be more <laughs> studies or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or more conclusive things. But even then, like I, tea has always just been like an enjoyment thing for me. And so yeah. I, I would say... If you want to get into tea, find a tea that you like and just really enjoy that tea. Yeah, uh, take some time with with it, and exactly, it's almost like study it. Like exactly, take the time. yes, yeah, and like just mess around with like you, I think you mentioned like the brewing techniques. Like mess around with them because it's fascinating how you brew with different times, different temperatures, different just exactly. techniques in general. It's a whole new cup of tea that you're enjoying. And it's, I mean, for example, I've recently been enlightened to Gyokuro and I I love it. It's, I, like I said, I grew up drinking a lot of green tea and that is just beautiful. Like, and it's a, it's a really delicate green tea and just the brew, like how you brew it at such a low temperature for such a short period of time and it's still so potent. It was so delicious and my roommate, he brewed a, a pot and I came home and I tried it and immediately I was like, hey, just out of curiosity, what temperature or how long did you steep these for, this for? He's like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, maybe like five, ten minutes. And I'm like, oh, Oof. you over, yeah, I'm like, 
you overdid it and like and i could taste it immediately i was like this is bitter like it's still good but you over use that to marinate some some seafood some sea exactly i'm like take that pour it over my shrimp okay and now we're good but yeah like i think just taking that time it's yes I, i couldn't agree more that's been there's like something really peaceful about starting my mornings with tea and like i've it's been a while but i used to like meditate a lot with tea i would make my cup of tea which is a meditation in itself but then i would actually sit down and intentionally meditate with it and super enjoyable and like you said it's a great way just to turn everything off really focus on what's at hand which is my cup of tea and start my day off nice yeah, and, and you know the other thing is there's so many different types of brewing vessels, and so right. one of the reasons why I really enjoy um, I drink mostly Chinese and Taiwanese teas, and okay. a lot of times I'll brew in a gaiwan, and it has this you know the like very wide, it's like a cup mm. with a lid yeah. essentially, yep. and so you can smell a lot more things, you can see the mm. tea a lot better than you know, if you do it in a big pot, which there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Again, I also do that every morning. Yeah. Um, but it's just so, it's it's really beautiful. And like, especially if you have a tea that you can brew, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, the tea tastes different every infusion. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a new experience. And I know a lot of people take this, there's also this thing where, you know, a lot of, this um, practice of like tea brewing has kind of come to the West. And of course, everyone here is like, oh, I got to buy all these tea wares and make it really complicated. And like a lot of people in China do um, like grandpa style brewing, which is you put the yeah. tea in a cup and just drink like that. And that's great too. But yeah. it is just for me, like um, it, it's a break in the day where I get to just sit with it. And it's really nice like exploration. And I feel like people don't explore things enough. Mm. Um, We don't think about where stuff comes from. And I'm generalizing, Mm. but I'm just saying like, I think uh, for countries like the US, for example, when you go to the grocery store, you just like pick up food and you come home and you cook it. But like, did you think about who picked that food? Where did it right. come from? How did it yeah. get to you in that grocery store? It's the same thing with tea. Like there's all these processes that go into tea before mm. you can drink it. And I think it's important to really think about and appreciate those things because it's what goes into what you're consuming. And so I think it just helps us practice that. So like I practice that with tea and now I think about it more when I consume other things. Like, um, I also, I really enjoy whiskey, and Mm. when I drink tea, like, I started my flavor, my, like, palate is a lot more advanced, or, like, I feel like I can point out flavors more, so, like, when I drink whiskey, I'm like, wow, before, I was just like, oh, this tastes good, and now I'm like, wow, I can really taste, like, different flavors, or Mm -hmm. this was produced in this part of the country, and it tastes different than whiskey or bourbon that's produced here, and so... And you can do that with food, too. So I think it's it's a good practice as well. Like, you do that in one part of your life, then you do it in other parts of your life. Yeah. I think that's just, like, the practice of being present and mindfulness. And have you ever read the Book of Tea? Um, 
it's called the book of tea it's called I don't the book think of so. tea I've, yeah i've i've read a bunch of tea books and one of them is just called tea but it's yeah. not like a story it's like it tells you about like the different growing methods and all that okay. kind of stuff yeah but no it's I, I guess so, not, no no the book of tea is it kind of dives into that so i think a, a, a big thought of tea is the, the like what we're drinking here like this is tea and it actually digs into what tea is outside of just the cup and like like the tea master and it gives a lot into like tea ceremonies the tea master uh oh, zenism awesome. and taoism and how they have actually per persuaded the what tea is and how tea is known and it's i just thought it was it's an interesting take on tea because like you said it kind of, it it takes what we know as just a beautiful cup of tea and it expands it to just an entire world an entire lifestyle per se or something like that and it's a i i think you would find a lot of a joy out of it and it's a super quick read i mean it's like seven chapters each chapter is like 20 pages long and super thick yeah font. i think i so. definitely have heard of it but i've never read it but i i will because i do like i do like seeing that and you know now that so many tea companies are on social media a lot of them will mm -hmm. show um especially if they're a tea company based in china and they you know are with their farmers often yeah. you get to see that process which is so yeah. cool and i think that it's important to to find tea companies who do share that right. um, obviously if you're if they're in the u.s they can't be there all the time but you can tell when uh, a tea company has a connection to their farmers and when they share about their farmers or the process. I feel like mm -hmm. that's really important and it it helps you realize that it's not just a cup of tea. Like there was hands and effort and sweat and all this stuff that went into getting you this delicious bef beverage. You didn't just yeah. buy it and it appeared. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that's an important process to to appreciate and have gratitude for. Definitely. Definitely in a, in a day and age where literally you can order, you can not leave your home and live life <laughs> by not leaving your yeah. home just everything's at the click of a button. It's important to take those times and really appreciate, yeah, all the hard work and effort that went into giving you this this beautiful cup of tea. Um so one of the things and you kind of mentioned it was about herbs and technically they aren't tea. Um, they're not because tea is the Camellia sinensis plant. And I guess one, do you get really technical with that? Like if someone considers like chamomile, for example, like tea, do you, are you one of those types of people who's like, uh, 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 no way. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think a lot of people don't know that like, about the tea plant and so yeah, i will tell I them about it but like if someone calls chamomile tea tea like i don't really care and i mean yeah. tea is kind of just used as like you, when you throw a bunch of stuff in and you brew it that's tea so yeah i don't i don't really care you know <laughs> i'm not gonna correct someone i think that I think people are always interested when I tell them right. that tea comes from a specific plant. And so things like 
chamomile or hibiscus or, you know, peppermint, things like that that you often find in herbal blends Mm -hmm. are their own plants. And some people don't know that. (laughs) And so I do, I will, I will maybe share that with them, but I'm not going to, you know. Reprimand them. Oh, you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I I just, I don't see any point. (laughs) I don't see any point in that. I uh, But I agree. I, I, I do. Like, I am shocked how many people don't realize that tea is like a, a plant and that it's like one plant that's processed many different yeah. ways and so I do like to share that with people because they don't know like one of my designs that I do on a lot that I have on a lot of products is like a, a tea plant and, yep. they're, and they're like what do you mean tea plant I'm like oh yep. this is like the plant that tea comes from and they're like what <laughs> yeah and it, it shook me when I first discovered that it it was like ground groundbreaking information so and and it, trust me it took me a while for drinking tea to actually learn that so i was like ashamed i'm like i've been drinking it for this many years and never knew that green tea and black tea are the same exact plant <laughs> like that's why I mean, there's so much to learn I, and again yeah. like i am often like when someone asks me about tea it's usually because they know about tea thoughts so they want me to talk to them and or like yes. tell them stuff that I know, so I will say it. But again, I'm not gonna be like rude to no. someone and like that. You're wrong. That's not tea. <laughs> yes. So, uh, do you work with any herbs, or like do you love like any herbal type teas that you kind of drink daily? And in regards to one, I guess the flavor, but also two, just that like you think actually help. I don't know in any way, like mentally, physically spiritually yeah so i actually drink some kind of herbal concoction before bed every night Mm, and i really think it helps well one it's part of my routine now so that's yeah you know it's good to have a a a routine before bed it's i think it helps you sleep better when you have like a routine but also it's just like the warm the like warm Mm. tea just i think makes me calm before bed but I uh, I do like some flowers. Like I really like chrysanthemum. Um, okay. Just like brewing a whole chrysanthemum. Yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's really and rose beautiful. too. Yeah. So just those for like single teas. And then I just sometimes will try different herbal blends. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one actually from, what is that? Rishi tea. I think okay. it's called. Yeah. And it's like, it has a bunch of stuff in it, but it's like reishi mushroom and mm. like some other stuff. And kind of tastes like hot chocolate. Hmm. But it, it has cocoa in it. It's like cocoa mushroom. It's an herbal thing. And I love to drink it before bed. Yeah. And I don't know about, um, I do think, again, like I don't really like to prescribe anything for a certain issue but i do think if you're like especially anxious before bed having like a warm cup of something herbal especially you know if you have trouble sleeping supposedly valerian is like good for sleeping or chamomile um Mm -hmm. but also just even if you have something that's like warm and nice it will kind of calm your body down a little bit Mm -hmm. i think um but yeah I, i do like to drink try different ones um, but yeah, I think my favorite is just brewing. I haven't, I haven't, um, restocked recently, but yeah, 
there's there's actually some brands that just sell like the whole flower and you can brew it a bunch of times like chrysanthemum oh, or like a nice. big rose yeah yeah and it's just kind of fun to yeah to see it and chrysanthemum has this like really interesting i feel like it's not spicy but it has like a little something to it you know and i think it's really nice yes yeah no i know what you, you're talking about i've had it oh, i think only once like by itself um it was a little it's gonna make it sound bad and maybe draw people away from it but i feel like it kind of had like a little bit like hay type flavor yeah. but it depends there's you know there's a lot of different types of chrysanthemum there's like snow chrysanthemum there's king chrysanthemum i I, there's a few different types but uh okay yeah so okay like i've seen small ones and like really big ones that's what i had was they were they were really small um and i forget now i'm forgetting where i think i actually got it from a local uh a local herb shop here in minneapolis and like i said like that one whatever it was it was small and it tasted more like a sweet hay if that makes uh yeah that attracts people um it was good i i enjoyed it and i ended up like blending it with some other things eventually but um that that other one that sounds sounds good do you know what the big one was called was that the king's I think I'd have to look, but I think that the the vendor I purchased it from called it King Chrysanthemum, and I don't know if that's like the actual type or yeah. it's just called that because right. maybe it's like a larger flower. Maybe, um, but yeah. I do know I've seen a few. Like they look, some of them look different. So yeah, there's definitely I'm a few sure. different kinds, and of any of these, especially with herbs, I feel like there's. Can, you can either really like it or really dislike the taste of <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Um, like I've had some some herbal blends and I'm like, oh, that is not for me. Yes. I don't know what's in here. But, <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I mostly just like it as a nighttime ritual. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 kind of fun to try different ones. I've, I try to reshe's the... Um, only one that's not really a small tea company, but there's mm-hmm. a few places I've tried. Like I'll go maybe to a farmer's market and if they mm-hmm. have a herbal blend, I'll buy it and try it, For see sure. how it is. But I definitely yeah. like rose and stuff. Yeah, the floral. Um, yeah. yeah. And hibiscus is nice too if it's not too, like I like tart stuff, but if I'm trying to like calm down, um, yeah. If it's not too much, then I really do like that as well. And you know, there's there's a lot of I, I think in terms of benefits, like there's more proven benefits with certain herbs than there sure. are with like the tea plant. Which I For don't. Sure. I'm not an herbalist, so I don't really yeah. know. But um, yeah, I I do think that it is it is certain things are nice to drink and can help you before bed or maybe mm-hmm. if you're jittery in the morning instead of having caffeine you should have water herbal tea mm-hmm. um so yeah 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 it's been a nice practice for me um I, i'm similar i have like a tea that i drink before bed it's just a blend of mo- a lot of flowers like lavender chamomile some lemongrass uh and well there's skull cap in it but like some other some other type herbs but in the like you were just referencing in the morning it's kind of nice 
I get, I usually give myself like an hour to two hours of no caffeine and just to kind of like one, I don't want to be like dependent upon caffeine to get my body awake, like my body and my mind awake. I kind of like to get outside and just wake up naturally. And then after a while, give, give my, give the caffeine boost and then get to work and do some stuff that way. Um, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. There's something about it has just been, it's been a nice, nice way of kind of going about the day is, and again, that, that, cause I know people who like, they wake up and like, before they even drink water, they're like making like a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. And I'm like, it just sounds rough on the system. Like I need to chug water like immediately. Like I always feel dehydrated in the morning, no matter like how much water I drink the night before. Yeah, I'm not giving medical advice, but I think most people could benefit from drinking water when they wake yeah. up in the morning. Um, we are not done, I usually, but... Yeah, I I don't usually have my first tea until like 11 or 12. Yeah. And I usually drink water before then. I usually mm. meditate in the morning. That's kind of my way of waking up. Right. Um, and, you know, of course, because I've had tea for so long, obviously it has caffeine. And I do drink black tea, which has supposedly higher caffeine. But I don't really, like if I went until like three or four o'clock and I didn't have tea, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I need caffeine. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't had my tea ritual yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Although I can definitely tell, I do like to make stovetop chai. Like, okay, yeah. Um, you know, can you explain that like a little bit? Yeah, well, it's hard because a lot of, like, people associate um, some typically, usually, like, Indian blended teas as just chai, and chai mm. just means tea, so, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, in Farsi, the word for tea is chai, so, oh. and, and, and cha is, you know, ch is a lot of the words for tea in a lot of languages, so chai is just tea. But when I say stovetop, that's my way of like referencing <laughs> the more typical um, way of like how I was taught to brew it from like one of my favorite brands is the chai box. Okay. And basically, you know, you put water in a pot, you boil the water, you pour the blend in. And I like her blends because she does them based on, like, different regions of India. So, like, each blend is, like, representative of, like, a certain region. Right. Um, And so you have the tea boil in the water. So it's obviously stronger. But then, like, you might sweeten it a little bit and might might pour milk in it. And then you let it boil. And then you pour it in your cup. And that is usually a little bit of a stronger. I still don't know if I get like a caffeine thing. Like when I've mm. had coffee before, it like I can really feel the difference. Some, yeah, there is something <laughs> and to it. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that with tea unless I Same. drink like a lot of tea. Yes. At once. Or like yeah. sometimes if I have like a shang, like a raw puer tea that mm-hmm. is just like That's... really potent, yes. then I might get, but it's not the same. Like, you know, people describe it as like chi, like the life of tea in you, yep. you know? Yeah. It's different than when I've had coffee where I was like, oh my God, I'm shaking. It, it's more of like, a, oh, I feel tea drunk, you know? That's... Um, but to me, that's a much mm-hmm. better feeling 
feeling. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I definitely think if you wake up and you drink tea because you need it to wake up, I mean, yeah, I'm not someone to tell you not to do that. But right. I do think that drinking water when you wake up is good. <laughs> Probably a good, <laughs> good for your, idea. Good for your body. <laughs> yeah. That, that tea drunk is, it's bizarre. I, there's only a few times I've experienced it. One, and I think one of the first times was I did a tea tasting. I've only done one tea tasting in my life. And it was, I drank like a lot of different types of teas too. And yeah. oh, man, like I left and I was just, like you said, but it was, I was wired in a way, in like a good way. And there was never a crash. It was never like I was wired and then like, yeah. An hour later, I was like sleeping. It was like I was wired, and then like all of a sudden, just I was like, "Oh, that was fun." Like, what was that? That was weird. Um, but I don't know. Like that that tea drunk is is a little bizarre. Maybe it's, it's the different healthy for in everyone. But, yeah. I never experienced. I always heard people talk about, it and I was like, I don't know what that is. But mm-hmm. it it only really happens to me. I feel like if I drink like a raw puer, that I maybe overbrew it, or it's too strong, <laughs> or something. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but that's really the only tea. And like some people, if they just drink a lot of any tea, it happens to them. And some people, it never happens to them. So it's really just, For I sure. think, your uh, tolerance. And again, mm-hmm. it's not like an for me, at least, it was has never been an uncomfortable feeling, yeah. um, and there was never like a crash. That's why when people are like, oh, I drink this for caffeine, I don't really know like what that is like. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe if I didn't drink tea for several days straight because I drink it every day, maybe right. then I would feel like some sort of withdrawal, I guess, because it is still yeah. caffeine. But I don't know. I, I don't know because I've also never experienced like. I've taken time off from tea, from like caffeine, just because in my mind, I'm like, I should probably give myself like a little bit of a caffeine break. And then I usually just switch to herbal teas. And I mean, I never feel any different. Like, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it except for just that. Like, this is what I, this is my experience and yeah, experiment with yourself. Definitely. That's the biggest thing I always tell people in tea. They're like, I'm afraid to do this. I'm like, no, just try it. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Just try it. Why not? Well, Nazanin, I appreciate you. I appreciate this uh, conversation. Do you want to tell people where they can find your work and where they can look you up? Sure. So I, in terms of social media, I'm mostly on Instagram uh, at Tea Thoughts. But if you search that on Facebook or Twitter or sometimes I post on TikTok, <laughs> you can find me there too. But I'm mostly on Instagram. And then my website is just teethoughts.com. Uh, that's my blog. It has a link to my shop. And my shop is teethoughts.shop. But you can get to all of these places from any of the things I just mentioned. Uh, I do post a lot about my products, but I do post about other tea stuff and I think one of my favorite things is people have said that just like uh, seeing me post or share something has encouraged them to mm. drink tea and, you know, for sure. I'm, I'm open to talking to people. So you can shoot me an email, DM, talk about tea a little bit. Beautiful. That sounds amazing. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. And have a great day. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Thank you to Nazanin for that fun conversation. 
Check out her blog and store at teathoughts.com. That's T-E-A-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S dot com. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed our conversation, please share this episode with one person who may find value. As this show continues to grow, it allows me to drive more value for your life. And frankly, I really appreciate it. So thank you again for tuning in. I'm so grateful for you and wish you a blessed day. Peace out.